Hello everyone, I hope you're having a wonderful day. It's another episode of After Church Gist, and my name is Egosa. I'm not here alone, I'm with... It's Oham. It's Yosa. And Eki. Okay, so Eki is actually a new guest. She just came today and she's joining us for the first time. Welcome, Welcome. Eki. Thank you. <laughs> okay, so today's message was take charge of your life. I mean, that alone, the sentence alone carries a lot of power. Yes. Yes, yes so what did you learn, Etiosa, from what Pastor said what do you learn? What what does it mean to take charge of one's life? What what do you think it means personally for you? For me, taking charge of your life has to do with you being in control of everything that that goes on or that happens in your life. Yeah. You're not subject to the dictates of the devil. You're not subject to any happening. You know that kind of thing. Yes. Whatever you want, or let me let me say whatever the will of God is. That what that is what happens in your life. That's what takes place in your life. Mm. You're not um, running health scatter. Your life is not mm, disarray. Your life is ordered and ordered by the Lord. That's what it means for me to take charge of your life. Okay. Yes, also I like how Pastor started the message by first for defining what life is. Life is a gift from God that should be taken seriously. When God has given you a life, God expects something from you because the Bible says, "To whom much is given, much is expected." Yes. So when like the, the part of the Bible that says in the book of John. And it says every tree that has been planted that does not bear fruit will be cut off. So when Pastor was teaching today, he told us that our lives must bear fruit. That is how we know that we are taking charge of our life. Taking charge of your life entails your life glorifying the name of the Lord, your life bringing forth fruits that yes. will cause men to even be saved. Because sometimes this whole give your life to Christ, give your life to Christ thing is not just necessarily about what you're saying, what you're saying, but your, results. your results. People want to see that, okay, if I give my life to Christ, what will my life what be like? Benefits? What are the benefits? Yes. What is in your life that will make me to give my life to Christ? Yes. So, Eki, what do you have to tell us? Um, according to what Pastor said, and I quote, he says, to take charge of your life means to submit your life to God's will, plan, and purpose. As against being subject to evil dictates. Let's take Joseph for example. Joseph was in a situation with Potiphar's wife. He took charge. Potiphar's wife wanted him to commit adultery with her, but Joseph took charge of his life because he knew that that plan was against God's will yeah. for his life. So he took charge and avoided that temptation. Nice example. Yeah. So um, personally, I learned that taking charge of your life means to submit to God. You understand? It's, it's, it's actually funny because it's saying take charge of your life. Yeah. But to take charge of your life, you first have to submit. Yes. Yeah. Submit to the one who is higher than you. Submit to your creator. Greater than all. Yes, the Bible says that submit to God and resist the, the devil and he will flee. So when you submit to God, when you when you submit to God, it means you are already telling God, God, I know I know your will and purpose for me. I want yes. it to be manifested. So I'm going to submit it to yes. you. And I and I want everything that is not of you to flee from me. And Pastor said something that I personally took note of. He said, A life that God has given you life. It's only him that knows why he gave you that life and yes. the purpose for your life. Yes. So you have to submit to him to know the purpose, to know what yes. is expected of you. You know, that kind of thing. So without God, your life will be in this, in this array. There was a book I read at the time. The title of that book was A Purpose-Driven Life by Rick Warren. And the very first page I read of that book was, he was trying to explain, for example, someone just invents something. You just see an object. You're like, what is this thing for? You've never seen it before. That's just how God has created you. He's only the creator or the inventor of that, or the person that invented that thing that can tell you what exactly the purpose of that thing is. That's how God is. God has created us. And he's the only one that can tell us why he created us and for what purpose he created us. Okay, guys, so we're going to go on a short break. We'll be back with you shortly.
One day I saw a door Opened in heaven Then I heard a voice Like a trumpet sound And he said to me <laughs> Come on up higher And behold the things That I yet to be Welcome back. I hope you had a nice time with that break. Um, so we're going to be learning how to take charge of our lives. That was another point that Pastor gave us. I'm going to start with this one. Okay. How to take charge of your life. There are so many ways you can take charge of your life. But I'll just say one, which is be one with God. Like I said earlier, it's only when you are one with God that you can actually know the exact purpose and reason why God created you. And when you're one with God, you will have the wisdom of God. You will have the knowledge of God. You will know what God wants you to do per time. So instead of you wasting your time and wasting the life that you don't even wasting the time that you don't have, making several mistakes that you may later regret, you have the wisdom of God to do the right things, to know the right thing, and to do it at the right time. So being one with God cannot be overemphasized. One with God, being one with God, like Jesus was one with God. He made like when Jesus was one with God, he made serious progress well in his work, in his ministry work on earth. He healed the sick. He was able to do so many things that was remarkable. So when you're one with God, Jesus is a perfect example. Just read through the Bible and just take examples from what Jesus did. You'll see why it's very important for us to be one with God. Then another one, another, re, another way we can take charge of our life is by knowing and embracing the purpose of God for your life. The first thing is to know. When you know, embrace it. Because some people already know what God wants them to do. But they are running away from it. They are rejecting it. They are looking for excuses. At the end of the day, you will still go back. Because so far you want your life to flourish. You can't live outside the will and purpose of God. And experience you fulfillment. Fish now says wants to... That kind of thing. In the fish says wants to come out of water. It's or a bird says you want to fly. You will be retarded. You will not make progress. Instead, you will be going backward. So first of all, know the purpose of your life. Then embrace it. Everybody cannot be a pastor. Everybody cannot be a doctor. Everybody cannot be a, an, an engineer. So you have to know God's purpose for your life and begin to ask God for the grace to live in that purpose and serve him there. Thank you. So, another way you can take charge of your life is to avoid a life of limitation and live a vision-guided life. 
those things that seems to be a drawback in your life, you should avoid them. The Bible says that when you have faith and you tell the mountain, be thou removed and be thrown into the sea, the Bible says that it will definitely obey you if you have faith. So those things that seems to be the things that limit you in your life, you should avoid it. Avoid it and embrace a vision-guided life. And when you begin to take baby steps towards these things, you will certainly take giant strides. Okay, so well, I'm going to talking about um, how we can value and have respect for the life of others. Pastor said this: when you respect other people's lives, you are also respecting your yes. life. Yes. Yeah. And when you do good to others, you are doing good to yourself. He used an example of a guy that helped out someone, and yeah. when he was sick years later, the doctor who treated him was the person he helped out. Imagine did he help out that guy? What would have happened? He would have died. Probably. Probably. You don't know who you meet. Yes, you don't know who you meet more. <laughs> so these things. Helping out others is, is actually sowing a seed into yes. your own life. You are also, helping I also like to add something. When you want to help the life of others, I would say help without expectation. Yes. Yes. Because yes. some people, when they want to help you, they help you with the mindset of, okay, tomorrow when tomorrow I day, tomorrow day, so when I come yes. meet you, I Some people will remind you when they are in need. They'll tell you, okay, I did this I for you. Because you know that the kingdom is one. And God bless you. The reward is in heaven, not on earth. Okay, so finally, what was your highlight of the service? What caught you there. My highlight was a life of imitation is a life of limitation. Now, what that statement is self-explanatory. When Pastor says a life of imitation is a life of limitation, I like the way he explained it. Some people, they just see you doing something, they don't want to jump, they want to jump into it. They say that you have entered ministry, you enter ministry. Like a friend was telling me that her mom has a friend. Anytime her mom's, her mom's friend is called that they have changed the curtain in their house, they go and change their own curtain. <laughs> Anytime her mom's called that they have bought a new car, they go and buy a new car. That was wasteful. To me, that's a life that does not have a purpose. If you have a purpose for your life and you have what you are aiming at, you have a goal, you will not be too busy pursuing what every other person is doing. Yes. Because by the time you get to, you get to find out that you will be limited and you will be retarded, mm-hmm. things that you don't you don't need, so things that you don't want to use, you end up buying them. You end up getting them and they become a lot a burden to you. Yes. So once you once you know your God-given purpose, just go for it. Live for it. Okay, my highlight on the service was the part when Pastor said we should disregard any opinion of you that does not align or does not validate your the, conv- your the conviction for your life. A lot of people, men have different opinions. A lot of people have different opinions about you. You can't live your life based on other people's opinions. It's not possible. In the Bible, Jesus asked the disciples, who do, people, who do people say I am? He said, some said Jeremiah, some said other prophets, and so on and so forth. He now asked, what do you think, or who do you say I am? You have to go with your opinion, or go with what God has said. All other people are saying, it does not matter. It does, absolutely does not matter. What God has said is the final one, and the final say. So just live your life based on what God has said. My highlight of this service was when pastor admonished us that we should invest our on assets and not liabilities. Invest on what increases in value. Because at certain age or at some certain time, there are some things that you shouldn't invest your resources in. Because when you do, they will certainly become a liability. So you should look at those things that when you make investments, they will certainly bring good values. Yeah, thank you. Okay, mine was when Pastor said that when you imitate others, you will lose your uniqueness. And it's very straightforward. If if you're acting, if everybody is acting like me, 
who is going to be unique? Who is going that to is, be different? I like the fact There's that nobody. you mentioned that like, everyone in the world has a different finger. Mm. Yes. So God never made any God never made any of He made us with a special deposit. Nobody who has ever followed the crowd has actually stood out. Yes. So just don't matter. Just be, have your own, own, have your own yes. niche yeah. and just do what God has done. Have out your own thing for your own And you see, you make, you make tremendous progress. In all things, take charge of your life and submit to God. That's the very important one. Thank you for joining us today for After Churches, courtesy Ministry of Perfection. You can like our content and share share our content too at MOP Ekenwan. Thank you. Bye. Bye.